GM, GM, give me just a second, guys, getting everything set up. It is the 51st week consecutive of doing Wonky Weekly Alpha. Love to see it. One more week. I'm going to have to do something special next week for the one-year anniversary of doing these. I'm not sure what, but got to think of something. Who knows? Maybe another poker tourney. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll end up throwing it up. Figuring it out as we go. Um, Rooster, what is going on today, my man? Good to see you. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, I don't know if it's my bird app tweaking or if my Wi-Fi is messing up, but yeah, something's going on. So Do just I let me know if I start writing. No, I, you you sound fine. Um, it's just I had trouble connecting to the space at first, and then I oh, turned my yeah. Wi-Fi off, but it seems to be better. Oh, um, but yeah, man, doing well. Uh, got Loud Punk's reveal in about 30 minutes. Oh, that's uh, exciting. 25 minutes. Yeah, so I'm excited to pull three one-of-ones. That's going to be crazy. Did they say how um, many one-of-ones they had, especially after the like they ended up decreasing the supply or whatever they ended up doing? Yeah, so there's going to be 18 one-of-ones, um, and they kept all 18, even though they cut the supply. And then also the team has 300, and they cannot get a one-of-one out of the 300. So I think it's only like just over 2,000 total NFTs. Uh, so you have like a 0.88% chance to get a one-of-one per NFT you own. So Bog has like a 18% chance to pull a one-of-one. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, um, actually did end up making a trade for uh, the, my Genesis Zombie Panda as well. Um, so I'm actually impersonating. I'm LARPing on uh, Twitter right now. So wait, wait, what was the uh, trade for the Genesis? Um, I traded for a high rank gold panda, a high rank Genesis panda, and 0.3 Ethereum, which came out to a value of about like 7.5 Ethereum. Dude, that's awesome. Congrats, man. I mean, I you know, like I, I think that the way you've been doing that, you've slowly been you found a way to slowly work your way up through that stuff. I'm sure you're going to find a way to turn it back into another zombie eventually. Oh, yeah, we'll see. Like if if these punks play out, you know, and I'm not looking for, to like flip today unless if there's like some ungodly numbers. That's why I did pick up another one last night. I do have some liquid loaded up if there is a reveal dump um, for this project. I mean, like the art is not doesn't hold anywhere near as much value as like the utility they provide. So I'm not expecting like a huge one. But if you do have, you know, those people that are just the traders that, you know, are expecting a huge dump and they panic sell. Um, I have some loaded up to uh, scoop up another two. Um, but yeah, no, I'm playing, this is like, you know, a month to, you know, a couple months hold. There's a few ways like it could play out in my mind. Like one of them being, uh, they really won't like pump hard until, you know, immediately after the first event, right? Like once like people can like see exactly what the utility is. 
Um, and they might gig us in from there or, you know, depending on their marketing tactics before it could happen before as well. But yeah, yeah. My plan is to rotate into a shit ton more wonky songs and some more pandas as well. Um, once I finally offload these, I, I was having to bite my tongue and like handcuff my hands behind my back, not to like sweep wonkies under point two. That was like taking all, I had to turn my PC off and walk away. I was like, and it's like, don't spend all the liquid right now. You can't do it. <laughs> Love to hear it, man. I mean, dude, I completely get it. Let me let me invite 80s up here real quick. Um, oh, yeah, man. I, like, I don't know. I, I finally feel, I think I'm fi- finally starting to feel back to refreshed again, man. I, I don't know. It's one of those things where I feel like the first few days after the, you know, like after I ended up breaking up with the, you know, the ex, like I like I felt like, you know, it didn't really sink in yet. So, you know, I took a few days just to take a few days because I thought it'd be healthy. Then I thought I was doing OK. And then, boom, it, like it finally just hit me earlier this week. And, and like I'm, I'm over it. Right. Like, you know, it's one of those things. It's tough. It really is. You know, it's when you spend four years with somebody, it's difficult walking away from that, whatever, whatever. But, you know, like, I'm back to the point where I'm realizing, like, okay, you've, you've got two options, right? You can either sit there and you can kind of, you know, just take time completely unplugged from everything. And that's healthy to a certain extent. But after a certain extent, man, like, it doesn't do you any good, right? Like, it's better to just get back, get plugged in, get going again. So that's where I am right now, man. And, and you know, like, I will take full blame for right now like you did even looking at the price action the past week with the stocks you know it shows you like a week of not being extremely active what ends up happening with it and like that's my own fault man you know like i will take full blame for that i apologize for that going into it but you know again it's one of those things where we've been here we're not going anywhere we're going to continue the grind and um yeah you know like no excuses to be made just got to keep putting the head down and keep going. But, you know, I agree with you. I think it's one of those things where, you know, with that dip, it's like, I'm not going to continue to be, to be sitting here. Like, I don't know the best word for it, man. I like, I feel like a little bitch even saying it, but like, you know, taking the time, whatever you want to be able to clear my head, come back. Like everything's good again. I've got a renewed sense of hustle. So it's having having that, you know, time that, you need for yourself is also crucial too brother and like but yeah when you're disconnected you feel like you're missing something and you know what you're missing is that support that you have over here it's that support that where we all started out as a nons has really become like a family almost too but don't put that pressure on you like you know you have to be here all the time dude i mean you have a life man and you have to get through things as well and we'll hold down the fort we always do bro i mean this is something that is part of the the wonky family we're all part of this man yeah i appreciate that 80s i'm gonna have to say too you know there's there's no way in hell i can uh you know, allow you to feel any way somewhat responsible for, you know, the quote unquote activity yeah, facts, price right? action. <laughs> I mean like yeah, like it it could have played a minor, like very, very minor part, but it, it you know, it's just in inconvenient timing in the eyes of, you know, the market, I guess, because it 
what what really it was like a three factor combination, right? It was first like you know eight eight eight's wallet getting compromised, right? And about like twenty gorgeous stonks um, dumped, and you know were flagged. So not only did people not want to buy them, um, you know, created like this huge huge wall, right? Then you have the bots that undercut that, and the people are like, oh, what's going on? Undercut that. And then, you know, Loud Punk's Mint came up, bog dumped about 80. So that shook a few, you know, shook a few people as well. Um, So, yeah, it's it's not, there's not any one part to blame. It's a combination of three factors, in my opinion, which is like, you know, almost like a minor, you know, black swan, right? It was just an inconvenient event. Um, I would have, I'm telling you, I would have been buying right now. Um, and I, I had to bite my tongue so I had to stick to my trade plan because um, I think I'll be able to outpace uh, just a few. But yeah, no, you definitely can't take like any majority of the blame at all. No, I mean, discipline's important, man. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, though, like, hey, you know, it is what it is, whether whatever happened happens, right? And, and you know, like, but that's part of it. You know, with time, there are things like that that happen and it, like, if there are people that end up like say that there is something that happens like that and there are people that exit the project because of that, like, dude, it is what it is. Right. You know, like at the end of the day, I still think the vision and the history, the art itself is something that transcends and it's going to be what carries it forward down the road. So I think if anything else, just as something where it gives more of an opportunity you know, for people that do have that higher conviction to be able to continue to stack. So I'm, you know, it's one of those things. I'm not, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Can you plan like, your, your next hiatus for um, when I finally get like a massive amount of liquidity and just go on like, so we'll send you on like a week long vacation, no phone, no internet, uh, <laughs> get the panic going. Bro, and, don't uh, tap me with a good time. <laughs> don't tap me with a good time. I will do it. I'll kidnap his ass. We'll go to Peru for a month. Fuck around. <laughs> I, I, I like legitimately would go. See, eighty. You, know, you I can't like... go with him because then that would counteract right the stonks. Yeah, I would. You're gone. <laughs> <laughs> so we just get like a solid flat <laughs> the entire time. Hey, I am planning possibly a Europe trip um, in the summer for like a month. So um, get your bags ready, man. <laughs> hey, by the way, I am going to give away a stonk today. So if you guys want the chance at a stonk, literally. Just look at the tweet pinned above and do that. <laughs> and, yeah, you'll have a chance. Right now, I mean, you've got like a 1 in 40 chance. I mean, I think it's less than that. You've got a 1 in twenty, a one in 18 chance at the moment. Probably less than that because I doubt that even all 18 people that retweeted are in here right now. So, um, it's not, not bad opportunity as far as that is concerned. Um, but you know, I like, I need to get cube back in here because I need his commentary on my grilling takes whenever I get going with this, because that's one thing I do miss about the spaces, especially during the, uh, um, the bear market was that, you know, like I felt like a lot of it centered around that type of stuff where we didn't have much else going on. Right. So like. We were just doing random stuff 
like, you know, talking about what we were grilling that day, what beers somebody was cracking open. Like, those are the good times, man. Whenever the market's not moving at all, you know, they're the, they're the best of times and they're the worst of times. Bro, that's what established the family atmosphere, though, is those times. Those times where we're just sitting here just, you know, sharing that energy with one another, bro. That's, that's what built the culture. And, and, and of course, we're going to continue to do that. We'll continue to be here doing that in 2024, still talking about what we're growing tonight. Man. Speaking of that, what, what are you doing? Yeah, I must have missed yeah you can hear off. right now, can't you? Yeah. So I am prepping right now. I'm getting ready to prep. So I've got a, a random cut of round steak from a buddy um, who had some cattle slaughtered a while back that I need to clear out of the fridge or out of the freezer. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and try to smoke it. And I am prepping that prepping the rub and everything else as we speak. So that is the game plan for today's space. Because if I get it going now, it takes about like, I don't know, 30, 45 minutes per pound. I think that I've got, let's see, what is this cut? About four pounds? Um, you know, it doesn't say how many pounds on the package. Um, but I think it's a, it's, probably four or five pounds something like that so you know like if i start it here in the next 30 minutes should be ready just about in time for for dinner later on that's kind of the game plan right now it's awesome man i was in texas a couple weeks ago and i had myself a brisket that my dad made he smoked it for like i don't know i think it was 12 hours um by the time we ended up eating, we had like maybe an hour left over to get on our plane to fly back home. And I ended up taking a doggy bag with me on the plane. And the guy next to me the entire time gave me like the history. Because I guess he was from Texas coming to Florida to visit. Gave me the entire history of how to do a freaking brisket. So I'm going to take some of that and bring it up back home and make something real good, man. Well, see, the one thing that I'll say that I think will make this one a little bit better is I know the name of the cow. The, na- the name of the cow was Gustavo. Um, all right. So I like this is Gustavo that I'm eating <laughs> right now. And I, I think that that makes a little bit of a difference going into it. That's one difference that, you know, you get from um, getting a cut from a friend rather than you know, from the you can't go to any store and then ask, okay, what what was the the name of the cattle used in this slaughter? So, so you you burn you burned the Gustavo token for protein token. I, I guess that's what it is. You know, if you're looking in terms of Web three context, that's exactly what's happening right now. Um, so, yeah. But that is the game plan right now. Except for, dude, here's the thing I'm a little bit worried about. So this is pushing the boundary of how long I think something should be in the freezer for. It was in the freezer for about 16 months. So Yeah, throw that shit away, bro. <laughs> well, dude, okay, in the freezer, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't think that it's something that needs to be thrown away. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm insane here. Maybe I'm insane, and I, I should have cooked this a long time ago. Rooster, what's your opinion on uh, keeping things in the freezer? I know you're a foodie. Um, my my go-to is like three months, and that's it. It's in Walt Disney still there. <laughs> okay, you're right. 12 months. 12 months is the max. This is too long. There you go. Dang it. That's uh, so, okay, they're safe to eat, right? Like, that, uh, I'm looking it up. It's safe to eat, but the flavor starts to decline. Yeah, I guess I, it, it would be safe to eat, but I don't know, man. That so, at this point, this may be a complete waste. You know, I'm going to chuck, it probably is going to be a complete waste. But, we're going to give it a shot anyway. I may as well. Man, you're really psyching me out now with this one. But, like, honestly, I probably needed it. Still looks okay. <laughs> Dude, I'm really second-guessing myself, but I'm already in the process. So I can't you're second-guessing because no one else is speaking on it right now, too. So it's, like, driving in your yeah. mind. What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> yeah, no, I am. But, like, okay, here's the deal. I feel like at this point I may as well because – it is – I feel like it's part of the experiment at this point. I've just got to try it out if it works out. But the, the only issue with this is I feel like it would be a way more valid experiment. If I did it with a cut of meat that I know that I can smoke well, I've never smoked a round steak ever, right? Like, So I have no idea, even if this was like the perfect freshest cut, whether it would be good the way that I'm about to go about it or not, Right? So that's the issue that I'm running into now. I don't know if it ends up being bad. I don't know if it'll be because of the duration of storage or if it'll be because of the way that I prepared it. So it's a little bit of a dicey experiment going forward. And you may be wondering, how does this relate to NFTs? 80s, tell them. (laughs) <laughs> this is utility, man. You buy a walkie talk, you get cooking lessons, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, hey, my, my cooking is, you know, here's the deal. I was a pro for a little bit at smoking. I, I felt like I was. Why? Because I had nothing else to do. So when I was working out in the oil field, like every single location that you went out on um, had a smoker, right? So when I was out there, like one of the ways that I killed time, you know, food is a way that you connect with people. And if you really want to get it, get in good with the crews out there, the way that you get to their trust, their heart, everything else, you cook for them. So I would just sit there and I would smoke something like almost every single day. And it just became this passion. Right. And I did that for, you know, about a year straight I also you know I had another stretch a few years back before that but there was about a year straight but this cut off right during the COVID stretch right so as far as the you know the steamroll of how long it's been what I've done everything else going into it I'm a little bit rusty you know I'm kind of feeling that rust and nervousness going into this and then 80s just completely heightened my anxiety by is this actually decent meat or not at this point Hey, man, just put a fire-ass rub on it, man. It'll still taste good either way, right? 
Oh, dude, I'm freaking out. But I'm quiet because when you out. said it had a name, I was like, oh, he just got that, you know, freshly today. So. <laughs> no, bro. No, bro. I mean, this was Gustavo. Here's the deal. I ate the rest of Gustavo already, and I just found this last cut of Gustavo that I had not eaten yet. And, yeah. So I was like, yeah. You know, like. So a buddy of mine. Here in Tampa, he um, he has a really, really badass um, butcher shop. And um, I think I've told you this story before where he gets his uh, meat farm farm fresh, cuts it right there, throws it for sale. But now he implemented a meat vending machine. I think I've told you this. And it is one of the coolest inventions I've seen in fresh meat every single day if, if he's closed down at night and you want to go get a steak boom you go up there and get a fresh cut of steak named gustavo or bill or whoever the fuck the, the cow just got slaughtered with that's a really really cool idea man dude that a meat vending machine that is innovative is is there a a food nft project yet <laughs> i think that would be hilarious I don't know if there is, man. I'm Rooster would know. Yeah, there's been like a bunch. Shit, I even minted my own donut. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> your freezer could be your cold wallet. You know what I mean? You could uh, mint. Uh, you could burn things to consume them. I don't know. I think it'd be funny. Speaking <laughs> of which, Dude, I got fucking really baked last night and went on Uber Eats and ordered a dozen. Uh, Supreme donuts, I guess you'd call them. And it was like forty-two dollars to get them to my door. The fuck I was doing, spending forty-two dollars on a dozen donuts. Like God damn, when he had turned like forty-two bucks on a dozen donuts, man. Must <laughs> be some really good wheat rooster. Yeah, I mean it is, and also they're really good. Do- you know, they're not like regular old donuts. They're like humongous and like got a whole. They're like hipster donuts, right? So. Oh, but damn, yeah, I regret that decision, but I still got like eight of them, so. Dude, I think I'm about to throw away this meat. <laughs> I, I, I legit think I'm about to throw it away. Here's how I know. So, I went through it, just grabbed a plastic spoon out of the drawer, touched it, and it started to fall apart. Now... If that was post-cooking, then damn, I think I might have done really well as far as tenderizing, doing whatever, like, you know, that sounds great as far as a low, slow post-cook. But as far as pre, like, while it's still raw, I I don't think that it should be doing that. So, um, Good call, man. Good call. It's... This is sad, but I am throwing away the rest of Gustav. I was really excited about this smoking process. You know what I, okay, what I've got to do now to make up for this, to mourn the loss, I am going to make some, I like, my specialty, my specialty is some good pulled pork. And here's what I do with it, and people may judge it, but... Like, I accidentally stumbled upon upon this process early on in my smoking days. So, like, you know, I, I have this good recipe with just, like, a crock pot. 
for pulled pork where I put it in there, you know, it takes about 12 hours by the end of it. Like dude comes out incredible, but I was done with it at the end of 12 hours when I was out in the field and I was like, Oh man, like, you know, there's a smoker out here. Why don't I put this in the pan and then sear it in the smoker for a little bit. So dude, I, I basically put it in the smoker for like another six hours and it, you know, like after you've already shredded it, put it inside like an aluminum pan, then you're just sitting there and you get contact from the smoke searing into like every single square inch of the meat at this point. Right. So like one, you have the flavor from the crock pot. Like, but one of the issues with, the, uh, you know, cooking pork in a crock pot comes out a little bit too greasy at the end of it. One of the issues that you have with just doing a smoker, a lot of the time it's easy to make it come out a little bit too dry. So, dude, this ends up being like the perfect combo of the two and by far the most like infusion of the smoke per square inch that you can literally get because, again, you're not just doing the outer crust, you know, you're doing everything with it. So. Yeah, that is that's the key. I think I'm going to do that to make up for this loss right now. Oh, that's great, man. Sorry, you know. Rest in peace. <laughs> that's it. Listen, you talking about fresh cuts and stuff like that? It brings me back to the yard. I don't know how it is now, but when I was little, nobody would go to the supermarket, and I live in the city to buy meat. You know, you go to the butcher shop, or mm-hmm. uh, whatever. There's another spot for the chicken. You know, you pick the chicken alive. They'll kill it right there in front of you, peel it, and then you take it home. The same for the beef. You go to the beef shop, and, and, you know, they have the cow hanging there from the morning. And you get to pick the cut that you want, blah, blah, blah. It's uh, it's really different when it is from the supermarket. Obviously, you got to get used to it here, so. love it man like you just don't get that type of stuff as often anymore especially like you know if you live in a big city you're not getting that at all i guess unless maybe you've got some type of hookup like 80s uh you know vending machine friend maybe that's like the exception but i haven't heard of a meat vending machine that has fresh meat before um but Dude, google tampa, it right now tampa meat vending machine and it'll pop up the whole super story. interesting concept though Um, but okay, no, outside, outside of the meats and this like terrible L that I am taking right now, (laughs) oh man, like, I'm sorry, I'm, I need to recenter myself. I need to figure out like where to go from here because this is really just crushing, um, somebody, somebody bring something else up. I know Rooster has his reveal here in like 10 minutes. No, I, oh. I did not reveal any rares, unfortunately. No one. Okay, you just revealed then. So no rares. Sorry to hear that, man. Well, you I finished the cleanup on the property it. today. Um, I finally finished the, the filling up my last 40-yard dumpster of absolute trash that has been sitting on this property since the 1940s. So uh, milestone has been hit today. Next week, we're going to be uh, bringing in a dozer. And clearing out some uh, 
leveling everything out and it's going man i'm freaking pumped everything's going so well right now with it too yeah sorry i had myself muted love to hear it man so what how long until you think that it's ready for your you know i guess your concept to Go it's to fun- action with. It's funny you say that because originally I was going to do something very minimal, but the property owner is now wanting to maybe invest in it and actually build something like that we can also Airbnb possibly while I'm not utilizing the retreat. And um, so if that doesn't happen, I'm thinking by May I should be good to go. If if he definitely wants to do something like this that I could get behind and possibly do, um, we're probably thinking like at the end of the summer. Yo, I mean that's that's not too far away. Yeah, like, man. The end of the summer literally will be here before you know it. So that's exciting. Yeah, man, it is exciting, and um, busting my ass with it too. And hopefully it'll uh, hopefully it'll do good for people, brother. Did I get rugged or is it absolute silence? Absolute silence. <laughs> well, I got a, I got a big, uh, I'm getting ready here there now. I got a big uh, pitch coming up in about a half hour, 45 for uh, my, my grocery delivery business. I started during the pandemic. So I hope you folks wish, wish me luck. It could be mucho dinero. Good luck, brother. Much love and much luck, bro. I hope it all works out for you, man. It's exciting times. Yeah, man. We've bro, been. Uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, I I respect the fact that you were on a Twitter space as you were prepping for like a massive pitch that you're about to give. That is true dedication. Hey, I'm ironing a shirt as we speak, and I was shaving during uh, the beginning part of the space, so <laughs> you know. <laughs> Who was it? I think it might have been uh, Q one time. I think it was Q. He was in the shower in one of those spaces. That was true dedication. No, I, I mean, dude, if you have not experienced a space while taking a shower, like, it's something I think that all of us, at one point or another, if you've been on spaces for long enough and you've been on some of those, like, multi-hour whatever, I like, I've definitely done it. Yeah, not when I was a speaker, but definitely as a listener, I've had the uh, the old iPhone in the walk-in shower, <laughs> listening to some really good content. Oh man, uh, you know what's actually really sad here, eighties? I was too embarrassed to say this. I've got more of Gustavo in the freezer that I'm literally taking out right now. Oh man! I, I, I just remembered about this. It was like in a hidden corner of the freezer that I had forgotten about. A hidden corner? What do you have? A walk-in freezer? <laughs> No, dude. I mean, I've just got a freezer and like, you know, I'm a single guy. I live by myself. So the, it just is possible for that freezer to slowly fill up over time. And you just get stuff that covers it. And like the other day I was cleaning out the freezer and I found all this meat and I was like, holy crap, I forgot about this meat. And there are a lot of really good cuts of meat in here. And this is really heartbreaking because I am throwing them all away. 
and this was good stuff. This this is this is a big deal because you've already tried to switch a conversation three times, but yeah, we keep going back to Gustavo. So Dude, Gustavo has a, has a soft spot in your heart, man. I'm I'm, I'm you sorry. You don't get it. You don't get it, man. I'm sorry. I like. I, I I'm being honest. As this is happening right now, and this is a big deal. It is happening. This is a real time breakdown, and um, this is yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad you're sharing it with us. Your transparency is brilliant, brother. Oh man, it's just a lot of meat that's going to waste, and it is what it is. You know, I'm sorry, I'm done. Back to back to your regularly scheduled program. Um, my capitulation is in full effect. No, we are not talking about price or anything else. We are talking about Gustavo. If you don't know, you don't need to know. Oh man, I feel like there should be like a eulogy uh, said right now, just 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 for the vibes, man. Well, what is going to be tough about this is the fact that like you know some of this meat now, I'm like triple bagging, triple lining this bag, and I still don't think it's going to be enough because you know like it's just going to sit out there now for like trash doesn't pick up for another day or two, so. I don't know. This is all terrible. I, I, Stavo was meant for so much more, more in his life. Damn it. He was meant for so much more when he lost himself. I'm sorry. I'm, (laughs) this is is what it looks like when somebody fully spirals and loses something they love. For me, I didn't even know how much I loved Gustavo (laughs) until this is happening right now, but. Here we are. It's falling apart. Um, I want to hear about what all else is going on across the marketplace. We've got the blur airdrop coming up. Um, let's see. Four days away, right? On V-Day, baby. Four days away. Um, 80s, did you pick up any of those care packages? No, I'm not an active trader like that, brother. I, I think I did end up getting... When I first checked, I had, you know, three boxes, nothing, nothing spectacular. So about like four bucks. Yeah, they're about, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, still come up, you know. You know, I, I, I've, I've got just enough that I think I will have, let's see. I think I've got like 50 boxes or something. So about 50 bucks. I hope it ends up being more than that. I apologize. You can hear me right now literally fighting. Ugh. Dude, this is the worst. This is the worst thing I've ever done. I feel you, man. I, I, I feel the struggle, and I wish I was there to help you, man. You need a helping hand right now. Actually, you know, the only thing worse, I'm going to just keep complaining about everything going on right now in my life please do vent it out uh, my purge, purge sister, that shit my little sister decided she needed to adopt a dog very recently cute dog cute puppy right um but she didn't understand i think the responsibility that goes into it and it, it doesn't matter how many times that you tell somebody that hey this is a lot of responsibility are you sure you're ready for this they're never ready for it so told her that a million times she decided and now like dude 
like anytime she goes out of town, anything else, she just pawns the dog off on me. So I've got, I've got her little puppy and like, I like the puppy. Don't get me wrong, but I swear, man, like I experienced what it was like. I think having a newborn child for the first time last night, because this thing, I was uh, gaming with a little brother and it comes to me and it, it, like I had taken it out two hours before it starts barking. And I'm like, all right, what do you want? I look down, I smell down, honestly. And it just pissed completely underneath the desk. Then like took that stream all the way out the door of the office into the kitchen. And then after that ends up taking that, like we take it out, do whatever, go to bed after that. Dude, I ended up taking it out. It woke me up 1.30 a.m., 4.30 a.m., 6.45 a.m., um, and then 9.15, and then I took it out again at 12. Dude, like every couple of hours, this thing ends up waking me up to go out there. And, of course, I'm going to take it out because, like, I learned my from my first experience that I'm not going to mess with it again. So, anyway. That's how's, the, uh, how's the puppy? Dude, it's, I think, about, like, six months so oh, it's still a puppy. Got it from a shelter. Yeah. Poor little thing. No, I want all the dogs, man. man. I fucking love all the dogs, man. Like, just give me all the dogs and I'll be happy, man. They're such nah. beautiful creatures, man. Sorry that this pissing all over your stuff, though. It sucks. <laughs> it's all good. It's part of it. Um... But no, I, I, I am curious, like, outside of guys like Franklin Rooster, do you think how many people actually got sizable drops from Blur? Like, have they released what their third care package is yet? Oh, shit. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay, I've yeah. been getting rugged like 1,500 times. I don't know if you probably noticed. Um, there's there's quite a few. I've seen quite a few wallets on the leaderboard um, that are farming. They said it's the largest one. There's people who really, like – giga farmed um this final airdrop right i I honestly think blur um executed pretty terribly on the whole thing and then especially now like at this point like everyone is their attention's already been diverted right they they announced this like what back in november um when they dropped the marketplace to have november you know three Three months of like advanced notice on an airdrop nowadays, especially in NFT world, that's like two and a half years. Like <laughs> people have been waiting for this thing forever. Now you have like giga whales that farm the last airdrop to shit. So it's either the majority of the people, it's gonna be like a hundred wallets that get like seventy percent of the airdrop. Um, and so either like we got a couple chicken fingers, like maybe like your average person maybe could go get a four for four at Wendy's. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, dude. Okay, that's what I think I'm getting at with all this, right? Is the very first rendition of it after airdrop one, it seemed pretty equitable, you know, like pretty even distribution where there wasn't anybody that got this massive delta above everybody else to the point to where you'd have this huge skew um, and this concentration in you know, just a few selects hands, but 
it really feels that way right now. And, and like, I want to go up and I need to look at their tokenomics as well, because I'm curious what the vesting schedule is. I'm sure it's a pretty laxed vesting schedule for the actual insiders, the people that are investors in it. I'm sure that they've got a lot of stuff that's going to unlock simultaneously to the drop, you know, I, I, or if not simultaneously, very soon after. So again, one of those things where I don't think that it's going to generate this massive amount of wealth for really anybody outside of maybe a select few, but like, look at looks, right? Looks dropped and basically went down ever since. And I mean, right now, slowly it's started to tick back up. Um, granted, I don't think looks had as good of a platform as blur, but overall, I mean, you just saw like looks completely cratered after that and looks had a lot more of an equitable drop, right? Where there were a lot more people that actually, I think, were fairly rewarded relatively to what the rest of the crowd is. So, yeah, when you talk about, like, this small handful of people that's been farming for the past few months, I think that there's going to be, yeah, a small handful that gets a decent drop, but the majority of everybody else, I'll be shocked if it ends up turning into anything decent. Yeah, no, because that's the thing is, like, yeah, it's uh, d- depending on, um, you know, what they said, like the third airdrop is a, the largest, right? And it was the easiest to farm, right? If it's like proportionately, <laughs> like I- I'm just wondering like how many boxes you get like per point. And then if there's like, I don't know, I, d- I just think they executed fairly terribly, like all things said and done, like at the end, um, you know, it was fun at the beginning. Um, but yeah, I think people are going to be, uh, pretty underwhelmed. I think there's going to be, they, they pretty much set it up. So yeah, only like a handful of giga whales who can farm like they've been doing, um, were able to do so. And yeah, the boxes are going to be worth shit if they're getting like, you know, 50 K boxes on the final airdrop, right? Like, (laughs) <laughs> and if it's like a hundred wallet, like yeah, they'll be worth like two and a half pennies per box. Oh, we'll see. All right, right now, Bruce, are you rugged again? I don't know what's going on. Um, but yeah, man. So I mean, like either way, though, I think the one thing about that airdrop coming up is that it's a little bit of a silver lining, I think, as far as what we potentially have on the slate of something that people are looking forward to. My only fear is that because people are looking forward to it so much is this bullish driver. And like, I think I was in this boat too, where I really thought that it would be this huge bullish catalyst, but just the more that I've looked into it, the more, difficult it is to believe that it actually will be that catalyst that we were all expecting um you know again if it were a more equitable like evenly distributed drop then i think that it could have been but because it seems like it's going to be so concentrated then i think the effect of the airdrop will also be incredibly concentrated as well so you know, you're not going to see this massive pump of, uh, across a ton of different projects. You know, if anything, you're just going to see it across maybe a couple that 
people take those profits and they redistribute it back into it. But, you know, for the average DGEN that would be taking 100% and reinvesting it, I don't think they're going to get that. So we will see. Hey, guys. Just want to say I got to go. I got to go make this money. Just want to show up, say hi. You know, I'm already doing what I said I was going to do, so... Hopefully you guys have a great day and pump this shit. Love you, Easel. Call me tomorrow, man. I want to talk. All right, man. Take it easy, guys. Later, brother. Peace. Take it easy, Easel. Thanks for coming up, man. Appreciate it as always. All right, Easel's such a good artist, man. Like just watching him evolve, like in the background. A lot of he doesn't post a lot of his stuff, but. From when I met him and when I first came in this space compared to what he can do now is like, I mean, master levels of 3D modeling, animation. It's just, it's phenomenal to see his progress, man. Bullish on him. Yeah, Easel's a stud, man. Always has been. A lot of talented people within the community. Um 80s, tell me more about some of the stuff you've been doing recently with Room 110 because you guys have been killing it. Yeah, man, we got a full full month lined up of spaces right now. Um, we're working on a couple of different style spaces, different kinds of content um, to release out. I've been getting a question, though. Uh, I think because maybe people are starting to catch on a little bit more, like, what is Room 110? And it's the same thing that I tell everybody on stage normally. It's a place where we build bridges for people to connect, learn, and grow. And we do that by delivering pure intentions and integrity within a space and adding value to people's lives. So something that we're very passionate about and we've already hosted, I mean, every prominent founder that you can think of in the space so we got a lot of cool things coming up um there is another side project that some of the guys are working on in room 110 on the trading side and this is stuff that's good for this uh audience right here because these guys are nailing it every single week and they have been for months and they're slowly starting to come into public with it with um a live stream every monday at 3 p.m eastern standard time so that's really really cool content too to to vibe with so but yeah, man, we've been hustling, man. Um, got South by Southwest coming up. We're hoping to do an event there, and uh, just keep pushing, keep uh, pushing boundaries, man. Yes, sir. You love to hear it, man. Dude, tell me what has been your favorite interview that you've done so far, and what has really set it apart. Oh, that's that's tough, man, because we've done so many different facets of of the space. Um, I, I wouldn't be lying if I didn't say you, because, you know, you were obviously a, the biggest first founder that we had, and it really kind of established Room 110 with that and being able to share that energy with you. But outside of you, I want to say the Voltura space recently was probably one of my more favorite building bridges episodes that we've done. Uh, for the outside community to really get an in-depth, intimate view of how Voltura is, how he operates his thinking, and to really get a candid look inside of, of that whole entire ecosystem. And I learned a lot from that. 
um, as opposed to some of the other ones where we've just touched on a project here and there. Diving in a little deeper is something that I'm, I'm really passionate about. So I'm going to be doing a lot more of that now that we kind of tested that those waters out a little bit more with Voltura. No, I love that, man. I still can't believe just the duration of that space, too. Um, that it was, was our something. longest space. Yeah, that was uh, I try to keep them at an hour for content reasons and for people's attention spans. But I mean, it was two hours of just let's go, you know. And well, that's the thing, though. If something is going well for that long, you, you keep it rolling, right? Yeah, like, yeah, you, for sure. you've got to read the energy, and that's a tough distinction to make as a host. You've got to read the energy and be able to keep it rolling with that. If it's going well, yeah, you don't you don't stop it. I've definitely been, like, exploring other areas, though, within the space and try not to pigeonhole so much into one area. Um, I just did recently with Junior from PA – um, the other day was like just a kicking it session between us, but it gave people an opportunity to learn more about like community members and community managers and like outside of just the founders. There's so many prominent people in this space. I don't really have the, the spotlight sometimes. So to, to give people, you know, a little bit other side of what's going on at the spotlight, I think is advantageous for everybody to grow because it, it fuels inspiration and other people like, Oh, let me just go on a space and, and share that energy. So it's a beautiful thing, man. Uh, it definitely is, man. So rooster, I like, I, I am curious. Um, what is your, like, what is your favorite part about room 110 and what you guys are doing there? Uh, can y'all hear me? Yeah. Um, my favorite part about it, at least for me, is that nothing feels, uh, forced. Everything is, um, 100% organic. I mean, that's what it was spawned out of from the beginning. So, uh, it just, it just allows for, like, anything to happen right like essentially like not having a roadmap like you know a year ago when this kind of formed or a little yeah about a year ago um before we like even like thought about inviting people to it it just started out as you know just us bullshitting you know speaking about you know markets this that just day-to-day things right none of us would have imagined that you know we'd be here a year later. Um, And I think a lot of that plays is because of, you know, that we weren't like forcing it on anybody. Right. It's like a come as you go type deal. Right. We don't need you to be active in the chat every single day. We don't need someone to say GM every single day. Like everything is just, you know, naturally flowing. And that's, that's what I enjoy most. You know, uh, picking up off of that rooster, it's, it's, it's really cool to see too. Like we're not a project. There's no expectations. We're not looking to squeeze liquidity out of our audience or out of our connections. We're here to do this with just nothing, no conditions other than to give pure intentions for people to learn and grow more in the space. And, and it's, it's been unique to see that organic growth on this side, just being, you know, an observer of what we've done too. It, I've had several people reach out to me over the past couple months and have told me, hey, man, I love what you guys are doing. You guys are impacting my life. You guys are adding value to my life. 
that that's the shit right there. Like that's it. That's 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 a job done right there, man. And we're gonna continue to do that with no expectations. I'd love to hear, it, man. And you know, I think that's one of the things. You, you know, sometimes the best way to approach something like that is that type of approach where you go into it just out of the passion and you let the passion lead you to, you know, wherever you go from there, right? Like without boxing yourself into something else. Yeah, man, um, it, when you pigeonhole yourself, you, you, you set boundaries for yourself and there are no boundaries here. And I, like I tell the guys every single day, pretty much, they probably get tired of hearing about it, but we, we create our own opportunity in life, no matter what we are in control of our destiny. And if we're stronger together, that's great. But individually, we can still do this. We can still create and build a community around that ethos, that mindset. Man, that's a dream, brother. Yes, sir. And, dude, I, like, I ask you about that because I think it's really cool to watch and see the way that you guys have progressed and continue to build that out over the course of the past year. And, you know, the strength of a project is in its community and, you know, where the community is leading and, like, what they're doing and what they're pursuing, you know, both obviously inside but also outside of the project as well. So, you know, it's been really cool to watch you guys grow and continue to work on that. So always want to give a shout-out to, you know, your initiatives there. I appreciate it, brother. And, and you know, it's all birthed from walkie stonks. And a lot of people don't understand that either. Like that culture definitely trickled into this culture and created an even larger culture for us to mesh with and like continue to grow. And you've seen people even inside the wonky community that have gone and done other things outside as well. It's just not room 110. It's a, it's a multitude of people that have seized opportunity just from making the connections within the wonky community and then outside just continue to grow, man. It's a beautiful thing to see people's progression in life. Like that drives me, brother. Love to hear it, man. So as far as today's winner for the giveaway, you know, I'm looking at, you know, everyone that completed every, all of the steps. And I I feel like the person I've got to give it to is 888. Help my man rebuild that collection that he's been working or had worked so hard on um so i'm going to dm 888 hopefully make sure that i get a wallet that is not compromised to send it over to and um he will he will be the winner of today's competition um but yeah we'll we'll do something fun for next week for the 52nd straight week um, I'm not sure what yet, but it is kind of crazy that it's coming up on a year. So I know one thing Hondo brought up, you know, potentially giving away some, um, you know, gift certificates or something along that line to the merch store as well. So, you know, might have some winners be able to hook themselves up with some wonky merch, um, which if you haven't checked out the merch store, they're actually, you know, a lot of cool things in there. I'm a big fan. Uh, I've been rocking a lot of the gear recently. It's actually all really high quality stuff, believe it or not. So, you know, that's one thing that Hondo really made sure if we were going to do something, wanted it to all be high quality. And I think that it is. And if there's something that's not and you order it, like let us know so that that way we can go back and, you know, work on improving any of those products, but we haven't really heard of anything. The only thing that we've heard of is Rooster asking for when he's going to get koozies. 
<laughs> I think that was BTC. <laughs> oh, is that BTC that's asking for the koozie? Bro, he's been asking for that koozie since you posted a koozie a year ago, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, shout out to Honda. I checked out the store earlier, and uh, I'm definitely going to load up the cart here this weekend. You know me, man. I love some wonky merch. I'm still waiting on that boat wrap, though, so. On the boat wrap, yeah. You know, we'll we'll work on getting you a customized boat wrap. Dude, if you if you will do it, then you know, hey, maybe we need to get out there and make it happen. And when you are out there on the boat, you are gonna want a koozie that is double stitched that will last you for a good couple seasons. And when it gets wet and everything else, it holds its shape. I mean, it's like five more bucks. But the experience, it just it just changes the game. If you're gonna crush twenty cores lights out on the lake in the hot sun, you're gonna need a really well made koozie. Just just throwing it out there. That's it. <laughs> hey guys, I do have to go. I got a two thirty uh, meeting. I gotta get on. But um, much love to the family. Much love to the community, the audience, everybody, and have a beautiful weekend, man. All of you. Well, I appreciate it. We're we're actually wrapping up right now as well. So, um, you know, again, as always, really appreciate y'all's love, support, everything else. You know, means the world. Um, you know, so I uh, really, especially, appreciate it throughout this past week. You know, it's been been really helpful for me. So, um, yeah. But, you know, take it easy this weekend. Looking forward to this next week. One way or the other, it'll be fun to see if the Blur airdrop actually does provide some type of stimulus for the ecosystem as a whole. Um, you know, hopefully it proves us wrong and it's more of an event than we think it will be. But, you know, if not, like, we're still vibing one way or the other. Um, so appreciate everybody again for showing up. As always, take it easy. Um, wonky stonks are inevitable. Like,